In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... The Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Betches Brides Podcast. I'm your co-host, Nicole Pellegrino, and today I am here with a very special guest, the funniest chick you'll ever meet, truly. Her name is Elise Morales. She's a comedian. She's the writer of the Betches Up newsletter. Subscribe to it if you're not yet. She's also mm-hmm. the co-host of the Betches Up podcast, and honestly, it's it's the podcast that keeps me informed every single week. And as, you know, as many of us know, as brides, we're kind of living under a wedding rock. Yes. So Elise on the Betches Sub podcast keeps me not under that rock too deep. <laughs> so Elise, welcome. Oh, yes. so excited to be here. So I can't believe we're both you. we're wedded. We're wedded we women. Married women. We are <laughs> wed. We are in it. Um so I don't even know where to begin with you because you had the most beautiful wedding in Brooklyn. <laughs> what was the date again? It was like a week before mine, right? Yes. August 28th, 2021. In between two hurricanes, we just slipped it right in there. <laughs> you had like pretty decent weather because you had gorgeous photos outside by the Brooklyn Public Library, which yes. iconic. They were the photos came out really, really nice. We were worried that it was going to be a little rainy and we weren't going to be able to do it. But it ended up just being like that perfectly overcast Ugh. photo weather, which yes. was great. And it did. It is funny because a crowd like if you do your first look on the steps of the Brooklyn Public Library, a crowd will gather so. and start watching you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So you do have to be prepared for that. <laughs> Wait. Oh, my God. OK, we have to talk about first look real quick because mm-hmm. That is so true. Jordana and I said in the last episode, it is kind of like a performative thing. Like I was telling my whole wedding was so magical, but first look like just wasn't as magical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike's in the room like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> but what was your first look like other than it literally being a, a show for the audience there? <laughs> um, I, you know, honestly, it went really, really well. It was really nice. It was very tender. Uh, Danny, <laughs> and of the two of us, Danny is the crier. Uh, I love that. So, so, <laughs> so he was, he was our crier. Um, and then it really was really quick. Our photographer did a really great job of just like getting it getting us through and then we really did the majority of our we did like the first look on the steps and then we really did the majority of our photos we went to our venue and just took them inside the venue because the venue itself had really cool like there was this really cool palm leaf wallpaper that I loved and I wanted to get some pictures of us in front of and the there we we got married in their like greenhouse room and so we did some really nice photos in there too can we talk about your venue? Because it was the perfect city venue, but it also had like Miami vibes. And I just, 
I, it was amazing. Okay. So uh, we got married at 501 Union in Gowanus. It was in the, like just the level of professionalism, everything, but I fell in love with it because I'm Cuban and there was just this with the palm wallpaper. There was something about it that my sister kept calling the theme of our wedding Gatsby Cubano. Yes, <laughs> that, that fits perfectly. Go to Elisa's Instagram and you'll see. Oh, my God. That really just like it. It did have like a, a chic like 1920s. You took a photo with a cigarette and a yes. champagne coupe glass. Mm-hmm. I want honestly, I'm posting that when this episode comes out, that photo is going on Betches Brides because that was. Uh, that was one of my requests to our photographer. Shout out Erica Reed at Couples Who Commit. Um, just got to get all my vendors in there. Yes. Um, but I said, um, you know, do you know who Phoebe Waller Bridges? She's the comedian who wrote mm-hmm. Fleabag, and she had that one year where she won like a gazillion Emmys. Of course, there's a very famous photo of her in her beautiful white dress, smoking a cigarette, drinking champagne, surrounded by her Emmys. And I said, I want to recreate this photo, and we did a really good job. <laughs> Oh, my God. OK, we're pu- you go to the Betches Brides Instagram right now because yes. it's up by now when you hear this. Um, that's amazing. OK, mm-hmm. so your venue. So how many people did you have there? Because city weddings are known to be a little bit on the smaller side, usually. Yes. So we had one twenty five, which was perfect. actually perfect. It was it was great. The the venue itself is mostly indoors, but the front of it opens up to the outside, which was I which was important to us, given, I mean, the covid of it all to have like an open air space. Uh, It was also fun. We just liked how it looked. It did. And we will get into this. It did. (laughs) Someone did enter who was not invited. (laughs) They said, you know, if you open the doors somewhat you could get a crasher and I said whatever and then we we did get one (laughs) wait oh my gosh okay wedding can we please talk about the wedding crasher what happened real life wedding crashers happen real life wedding crasher this is what happened um I actually never saw him but many of my friends they're dancing we're having a great time and they look around and they see this man in shorts (laughs) they say who is this man (laughs) I've never seen this man. <laughs> and he's going, apparently he was dancing. Like he was having the time of his life. And he was alone, like nobody alone, alone. I'm so confused by that. <laughs> Absolutely alone. Um, he didn't eat. So honestly, that's fine. He just came yeah. in and started dancing. But okay. um, so then apparently my my good friend, Matt, who's also in the process of planning a wedding himself, which is why I think he like took action. <laughs> You got to have those, he, those friend that steps up. Uh, oh. He and Danny, my husband, approached the crasher and they were like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> no one knows who you are. And um, and then the guy was like, I'll give you money. And at first, Danny was like, no, you don't have to give us money. And then Matt, my friend, was like, no, you do have to give them money. And he then yeah. us one hundred dollars. <laughs> did you let him stay after that or did he leave? No, he did have to leave. <laughs> I was like, this isn't a like buy your ticket to enter the event. This is a no, but he, he did Venmo us a hundred dollars. Oh my god, that is and then so when we funny. went to the after party, he was there. Okay. Like, hey. And that was I saw him from across the after party, and they were like, That's the crasher. Do you want to meet him? And I was like, I don't really know. <laughs> Enough of this man in my yeah. wedding day. <laughs> Yeah, I was that like, thank amazing. you for the hundred dollars. And also Danny made him Venmo our friend because he didn't want the crasher to have our information. 
<laughs> oh, that's smart. Honestly. Yeah. No, we yeah. don't need the crasher. Maybe no. he's listening. If you're listening out there, crasher, just don't don't contact us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, just alone in shorts, having the time of his life, gave us a hundred dollars. I'm honestly not that mad shorts. about it. <laughs> I love how the shorts like was a call out because yeah, mm-hmm. nobody wears shorts to weddings unless it's like a backyard thing. Yeah, and they weren't like you know they weren't like a nice like a seersucker short or like a fun yeah backyard wedding elevated short scenario. It was like why is right. this, who is this guy? <laughs> this man is sticking out. That mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah. Um. Okay, so basically, so you said you did an after party. That's Mm -hmm. my biggest regret from my wedding, not hosting one because it's a long, long story. But basically, like the whole plan was that we'd go to this bar right underneath our venue Mm -hmm. that went to shit. It was this whole thing. But then we ended up having fun going to another bar, going to my friend's Airbnb, having a whole night, like literally was up till 5 a.m. But um, but that was my biggest regret, especially like in a crowded town. I was like, I should have just hosted a private after party did you do that or did you it wasn't a private after party the nice thing about 501 union is right across is this uh bar all and also event space called pig beach and so we just did we did the rehearsal dinner there and then we went back for the after party because it's right across the street so we just kept it super simple like we wanted to basically be able to keep everybody because we had a lot of people coming from outside the city who had never been to New York before and definitely had never been to like Brooklyn before. So we wanted to kind of keep everything pretty close yeah. together. So we just were shuttling people to and from across the street. We did go. We did have an after after party at another bar that I've never <laughs> seen before. And I couldn't tell you where we were. I love, <laughs> you're like, I did you get super drunk on your wedding or at your or did Danny? It, I think the adrenaline like I was drinking, but I think the adrenaline kept me from Over. getting super drunk. The way I felt the next day indicates to me that I was drunk. <laughs> right, right. Well, that's what I felt. I was like, well, the Betches Brides audience makes fun of me because Jordana was like, how many drinks are you going to have? And of course, I'm like two to three max not getting wasted on my wedding. That that went out the window after like the, the fifth window. drink was in my because people just put a drink in your hand like you don't have to even. I never even went to the bar on my own wedding because people just like, I mean, there was literally always a drink in my hand. I don't know who would put it there, whether it was a little fairy that lived in the venue. I don't know. It would just be a drink in my hand. It appears before you. And like, I'm just like, is this the same? Because we did a spicy margarita was our cocktail and we same. named it after our cat classic. Wait, what? Oh, I love that. Did you have- margarita? Oh, my God. I love that. Did you have his and hers like signature drinks or just was that we it? just did the Miss Biz um, and then my my dad's an artist and he drew this really cute <gasps> picture of her that we put on like a lot of the oh, I love little that. things. Um, but yeah, I feel like I just drank so many margaritas. Yeah, just an infinite number. And then there was champ. There's a little VIP room in the back. Champagne kept appearing there. Like, <laughs> what? What it's are you gonna do? <laughs> oh my god. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. 
Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so um, before I forget, we cannot, we cannot go without talking about the ice cream truck story. Mm -hmm. So you, I was very proud of you. You texted me during it because I know we were talking about the the ice cream truck happening. You hired this ice cream truck. I'll let you tell, but you texted me during the wedding with an update about the ice cream truck. And I was like, hell yes. (laughs) I felt like I was there. So start at the very beginning. What I was will. the truck and how did you find them? And then, yeah, go from there. So one of the cool things about 501 is this, uh, the ability for the front of the venue to open up. And a lot of people do a food truck thing. See real quick. That is important to look my venue, like halfway through the wedding planning. I'm like, oh yeah, Mike and I have always wanted to do a food truck. And my venue was like, oh, no, you can't because it's valet. Like, they just didn't allow it. Yeah. And I didn't know that was a thing. So if you do want a food truck at your venue, make sure you've, your venue has the ability to accommodate one. But go yes. on. Yes. And I'll, and I'll, if you want a food truck at your venue, I have a couple of tips, too, after my experience. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think, number one, contact a legitimate business. Uh, and that's... <laughs> <laughs> I went wrong. So, so, okay. I decided I had this dream that, cause one of the, Danny and I are not cake people. And so we decided mm-hmm. we wanted to do a cake alternative. And we were like, what if we get an ice cream truck to come? Love I start it. looking into it and ice cream trucks are kind of expensive. They're going to put you back mm-hmm. a couple grand most of the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing my, I'm using my Googling skills and I, and I start realizing I'm like, okay, but what if I just, because I think I'm a genius. I say, what if I just parlay with a just a street ice cream man, you know, and like <laughs> make a deal, make a gentleman's agreement with <laughs> a, a loose ice cream man that a I find out it. on the street. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, so this God. is my plan. I actually 
actually find an ice cream man who has uh, an Instagram account. It has like five followers or whatever. But this to me, I'm like, okay. So I get in touch with this ice cream man. He's a Mr. Softy purveyor. Uh, (laughs) I get in touch with him, honestly, like a year out from the wedding. And I'm like, will you come to my wedding? He goes, yeah, 500 bucks. Which for anyone who's tried to get a food truck, that is insanely inexpensive. (laughs) (laughs) Outrageously low. (laughs) And I, and I'm like, okay, um, do you want me to sign anything? He goes, what would you sign? I'm like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) I love those. There are very few, like my friend had an instance where like she hired a DJ for something for a part of her wedding and he didn't want her to sign anything. And literally like a week before her wedding, she texted it. She reached out to him to say, like, are, are we all set? Do you need me to do? Do you need anything from me? And he was like, yep, I'm all set for your wedding on September or whatever. And it was like a week after her actual yeah. wedding date. And she was like, no, sir, you're showing up on this date. Like, so it's always, yeah, it's always you should sign business. something. You yeah, should yeah. really you really got to sign something. But I so I move forward and I would I would touch base with this guy like every six months or so to be like, are you still coming? And he would always be like, yeah, whatever. Okay. And I'm like, okay. So then um, I would say like two weeks out from the wedding, we have another call with him. He, this is the most professional call that we have with him. He lists all of the pops and the ices and all the things he's going to bring. Oh. And I'm like, uh, this is going to happen. I can't believe this because I've been posting on Instagram story that I was kind of not sure if this ice cream truck was going to show <laughs> That was my favorite part. You were like, not sure if he'll actually show up, but I am having an ice cream truck. <laughs> but if he does, what could go wrong? I'm glad you got him on the phone though like that always makes me feel better when you get closer to the wedding you get your vendors on the phone and you actually like hear their voice and talk to them so we talked to him he seems great then my wonderful wedding coordinator Heather Levine at Dish Foods got to shout out all the vendors uh she's like I got in touch with him he's coming we're all good on the ice cream truck so then I put the ice cream truck out of my mind I don't think about the ice cream truck again until it's about 9 p.m. at my wedding and the ice cream truck was supposed to be there at 8 p.m. Oh, God. And I haven't I wasn't even thinking about it because I'm having so much fun at my wedding. And then right. Danny comes up to me and is like, where's the ice cream truck? And I'm like, by God, where is the ice cream truck? <laughs> by golly, where is that? Mr. Oh, my God. <laughs> we had a gentleman's agreement. He's supposed to be here. Wait, so you did have did you have a day of coordinator or a planner? A day of coordinator with through our um, caterer. So, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. yes. And she was like amazing and kind of a month in, about about a month out really took over a lot of stuff, but also went okay. with us to do like help, helped us with the tasting. We could ask her questions whenever um, oh, nice. and just like get advice from her, which was great. And then like all the rentals and stuff. She went with us to the store to get that. Gotcha. Was she helping get in in touch with Mr. (laughs) Softy? Starting like like two weeks out, she took over communications with Mr. Softy, and it was all going great. And so then, (laughs) so Danny and I are like, okay, I guess we should ask about the ice cream truck. And so we go see Heather, and Mm -hmm. and she says, "Um, so the ice cream truck caught on fire. 
<laughs> and we're like, what? Okay. And she's like, oh, I God. have sent uh, some of our other staff to the local Safeway and they bought ice cream and they put it in Dixie cups and handed it out to everybody and everybody oh. loved it. <laughs> oh, we love that problem solving on the fly. We did. We served Safeway ice cream in Dixie cups. It ended up fine. Um, we also, perfect because I had my doubts about the ice cream truck, we had like a table with some like cookies and other little like dessert items. Smart. Smart, smart. I noticed that my <laughs> wait before we get back to the fire, because I need to hear more like logistics about how that went down. Mm-hmm. I noticed dessert wise at my own wedding, for example, we had a bunch of cupcakes, these mini cupcakes, because like we we did a tiny six inch cake just so Mike and I had something to cut. To cut. Yeah. We literally cut it in 30 seconds because we were so eager to dance by that point. And then the next day I accidentally left it in our car and it melted, which is really depressing. <laughs> So literally, but so that was the cake, but, um, all the cupcakes, we had so many mini cupcakes, like enough for each person to have like 10 per person. And nobody really ate them at the wedding. People like brought them home with them in to go things because nobody really like cares about dessert. Once you get to it, I feel like, yeah, I think that people get into party mode before Mm -hmm. dessert can really pop off. Like they're, they're kind of done, but I just think people like to have a little sweet treat. Right, right. <laughs> Definitely offer something. And our plan was to that Danny and I were going to get soft serve and like bump each other's noses with oh, the soft serve. You had photos um, planned. <laughs> that was going to be our cutting the cake moment. Uh, but instead, mm. we just fed each other a spoon of Safeway ice cream. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. I can actually, I'll send you that picture too, because we do yes. have the, the Dixie cup picture. That's going in the carousel. And it's going to be a little inside joke. You're only going to know what's in that carousel mm-hmm. if you listen to this episode. It's just going to yes. be an assortment of photos. Like, what is that? So yeah. I actually never saw the ice cream truck approach, but several people okay. did see the ice cream truck approach and then quickly drive away. <laughs> is he okay? And did you get your money back? We had not paid him yet. And so, um, yeah, it was, again, gentleman's agreement. It was just going to be cash in the moment. So really wow. no harm, no foul. He didn't provide us ice cream. I didn't give him any money. Do we know if he's okay? Or did you not? So look he into that? has gone radio silent on us. He has not, <laughs> he has not provided it. us any updates. Um, I don't Uh, think that the fire was like dangerous to him. I think it just, you know, yeah, I just think that, you know, the ice cream could no longer be served. My dad actually has a conspiracy theory that he has floated about the situation because he saw the ice cream truck drive up and then drive away, which is that um, he thinks that the ice cream man drove up saw how popped off the wedding was, realized he couldn't handle it and just <laughs> said he was that, on fire and drove away. That, I'm on fire. Sorry. Sorry, that I'm on very fire. Well, <laughs> that's going to be my excuse. I can't come to work. I'm on fire. On fire. Oh um, my God. I'm so sorry. I caught fire. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, but that might very well be, uh, that might be true. Your dad might be right there. Oh Don't my god, that's so that funny. crazy. But we did also see an emergency vehicle drive in the direction that he had oh, driven, like a fire okay. truck. But like um like it it didn't seem like it was like um it was too concerned. It was kind of moseying yeah. along. 
Well, honestly, I need an update. If we ever do figure out um, the bottom of what happened to Mr. Softy that night, you need to come back on and update us. Yeah, so- I will let you know. He he has iced us out at the <laughs> iced pun. I love it. He has, love it. He has iced us out at this point. He has not provided us any updates, but, you know, he also isn't asking for any money or anything. So, so- <laughs> I think it's kind of. Just like we had a gentleman's agreement, we now have a gentleman's understanding, which is, hey, you caught on fire. You didn't serve any ice cream, so we can't give you any money. <laughs> Lesson learned from that, though. Honestly, let's no more gentleman's agreements for weddings. No. You've got to have some something in writing, something you gotta, to sign. Yeah, you got to. And then <laughs> maybe don't try to get a discount ice cream truck. You, oh, that's what I was. <laughs> that's the other takeaway from this story. I realized with weddings, you get what you pay for. Like when it comes to any vendor, like the more experienced ones that have years and years and years under their belt, like they are more expensive because they've learned they've made mistakes that they won't make at your wedding because they've made them at past weddings in the past. They've mm-hmm. like, you truly get what you pay for when it comes to weddings. So decide yeah. what you want to pay for and what you don't. Well, there's so much that like going into wedding planning, I was like, I will DIY all of these things. Yeah. And then you look into the actual time and effort. And sometimes not you're not even really saving that much money with a lot of stuff. No. With we a ended lot, up adding a lot more flowers at the end that didn't end up costing like it didn't it didn't exceed our we had saved in other places, so we ended up putting more towards flowers because I have this like grand vision that I'm going to do these tables. <laughs> You're not going to like the no. centerpieces. No, <laughs> yeah. I, no, no. <laughs> I've seen I shout out to the girls that do do that. The brides and couples that do oh, their God centerpieces. Bless God bless them. I see them on TikTok and I'm like, they're getting foam. They're sticking flowers in the foam. They look amazing. But I'm like, I, I just could never because you it's all about like storing the flowers, too, like keeping the flowers alive before the big day. I could never. I just. Could yeah. Never. And there's just. I mean, again, yeah, you can do it, but I ultimately me and Danny were kind of always coming down on the side of like, it's worth it to get the real professionals to just do the thing. Right. Right. <laughs> like, right. 501 was so, I mean, 501, like, I mean, it's not an it's absurdly expensive venue, but it's not cheap either, but you get like City. a quality of service that I mean it ran like clockwork I didn't worry about a single thing same with Heather and dish foods I don't worry about anything so you brought catering it didn't matter like (laughs) and it's a funny story to tell honestly exactly did you um so you brought in external catering to the venue yeah 501 is one of those places where they have like I mean, you can technically bring in anyone, but they have like preferred vendors that they work with. Um, And we actually had originally hired a different caterer, but then pandemic craziness, um, Mm -hmm. that caterer went out of business and got bought by Dish Foods. And basically (laughs) it was it was really funny. We like we noticed that the other caterer had gone dark on Instagram and we we're like, this is not good. <laughs> <laughs> that's always, that's always a sign. That is. We're like, that's, this is not good. Cause they were posting and now they don't post no more. Yep. <laughs> yep. So then we got an email from Heather, our coordinator being like, Hey, have an update. And we were worried that we were just going to be like, shit out of luck. Caterers gone, nothing. But basically she was like, I'm moving over to this other catering company. They're taking everything. It's going to 
it ended up being the smoothest thing ever. And the only thing we really cared about was being able to keep Heather because she was like our godsend for, I was like, we we will follow you to the ends of the earth. Heather, Heather, we will follow you to this company. Yeah. Literally. I was like, where are you going? Just tell me where you will be. And that's where we will get our food. Um, so it ended up working out great, but they were super professional soup. Like, um, yeah, just, can you tell us about the food? Cause somebody asked that from the audience. Somebody was like very into it. They were like, tell us about the food. And okay. I like, okay. I am actually very excited. So again, theme was Gatsby Cubano. So we did a little, we did a Cuban menu. Um, mm. So at cocktail hour, we did past Cuban sandwiches, like little mini ones. Ooh. Then we had a veggie empanada and a veggie taco. And then we had like a yuca. I don't even know how oh, to do it. Yuca fries? It was like a Those fried yuca with a little tasty sauce. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so. my. This sounds... And I love how that's authentic to you, too, because yes. you're from there, your family. Like, that's that's a little fun way to like, kind of like... Because we get that question all the time. Like, how do I make my wedding special and unique to me? I never thought of doing it with the food. Yeah, I and it was... I was. We were like, you know, this will be such a fun thing for people, and it's a little bit different. And then... For the dinner, we had, there was a pork option and a chicken option, both like Cuban. And then we did like Cuban rice and beans, fried plantains on the side. And people really liked it. It came out great. And then of the little desserts that we did provide, we did a little pastelito, which is like a very Cuban little treat that has like guava in it. Okay. Gatsby Cubano through and through. I love that. That mm-hmm. sounds delectable. I'm starting. Oh, and then now. we had a veg- we had a vegan plate for people that was yeah. like a vegan version of the meat plate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. you got to. Yeah, you got yeah, yeah. to this day and age. It's Brooklyn. Exactly. Exactly. So, like. Overall, did you have a favorite moment from the whole wedding? Oh, favorite moments? It's really hard to say, but oh, I know so I kind fun. of hate that question because it's like, <laughs> well, I loved this, it's, that, and the other. It's so tough. I mean, the ceremony was really special in a way that like I couldn't really connect with until it actually happened. I will say I watched some of your stories this morning. I rewatched just to really mm-hmm. immerse myself in the wedding for this interview. And there, when you walk down the aisle, I, your guests and Danny, of course, cause he's hilarious. I mean, he's also a comedian, so you're going to have a fun, hilarious, upbeat wedding, regardless mm-hmm. to comedians getting married. Um, but your guests were so fun and just like the energy in the room when you were walking down the aisle was like so much fun. I was like, I don't remember my guests, not to like shit on my guests. <laughs> I was like, where yeah. was that energy? Yeah, I think it, it might be because we have so we had so many comedians and stuff, but it also really yes. cut. I was a little bit as funny as it is because I am like, you know, I do stand up and I go on stage. I was like nervous for walking down the aisle, like. I don't know if you felt this, but it's like, what do I do with my face? Like, <laughs> oh, and there's uh, so many things after it's like the holding of the bouquet. Everyone, at least 17 people told me, do not hold it at your boobs. Hold it at your pubes. That's yeah. like boobs, not pubes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, was, there were so many things like that where I was like, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to like look at or if I'm just supposed yeah. to be like, hello, like, like yes. the queen's like little weird wave. And so them like, 
cheering or whatever when I came out, cut it and I could just kind of laugh and like feel happy. Yeah. I love that because it made it just like loosen up. I and nobody like you said, like you don't realize or think about what you're going to do during those moments when me like for me, it really hit me when my bridesmaids walked down the aisle before me. That's when I was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting married. And that's when I started getting emotional. And my dad was, my sister and my dad were like, don't cry. And I was like, what? <laughs> let me cry. Yeah, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, let me fucking cry if I want. Yeah. I'm an emotional giggler, which is so, like, I cried <laughs> during my dance with my dad, which I always knew was going to be the case. But mm-hmm. for the most part, I'm an emotional giggler. So I was just giggling the whole time, which is cute, (laughs) which is good to be an emotional giggler in weddings because then it like photographs. Well, you're like laughing and like smiling and maybe a a cute little tear coming out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it it was it it was cute for the wedding. It's gotten me. It used to get me in trouble in school because when I would get in trouble in school, I would just start laughing hysterically because (laughs) I was so scared and nervous. (laughs) And they would be like, you're not taking this seriously. And I was like, I am. I can't control my body. (laughs) Yep. Yep. That'll happen. Um, Your your father's daughter dance was gorgeous. I saw it in an Instagram story. Mm -hmm. Um, I literally felt like your wedding almost got like borderline live streamed because I was one of those people (laughs) creeping on the Instagram story. Um, but it was just so sweet and nice. I feel like that was a great moment. Now, were there speeches at your um, at your wedding? Yes, we did speeches after the, I'm trying to remember how we did it. We did like the you know, dances first. And then I think we broke for every, but yeah, like everyone came in and they were seated and there was a salad and we did the dances and then we broke for people to eat, like to get dismissed mm-hmm. to eat. And then we did the speeches and during um, dinner. Yeah. During dinner. And my dad That's did a speech. He did the first one. My fiance uh, my husband's stepfather gave <laughs> a speech and then maid of honor and best man did them. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. And we had Four. our moms we- talk during the ceremony each. We did like a thing where each mom gave us a blessing. So Danny's mom read a really awesome oh, poem and my mom read a Bible verse and then they did like a cute little candle lighting. So we did a thing for the moms oh. in the ceremony. Wait, is that the candle lighting? Is that kind of like a joining of the families thing? Yeah. So they like each lit a candle together and it was very sweet. We had an email question about that when I was going through our emails this morning about like, what do I do to symbolically show joining of the families? And I didn't pick that one for us to do just because I was like, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, we did a cool thing where each mom lit her own candle and then they both lit a little middle candle and to kind of symbolize that. I love that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So just jumping around more of the random questions, like I'm going to some audience questions, some of my own. Okay. So you had this gorgeous, like emerald green vibe throughout, Mm -hmm. which love. I feel like that's the color of the year. So good job in picking that. (laughs) It really is. (laughs) Green is having a moment and like, I hope it stays forever. Now, did your bridesmaids pick their own dresses or did you pick them out for them? How did the bridesmaids dresses work? Um, I said that I wanted emerald green satin and gold accessories and that they Mm -hmm. were within their purview to pick whatever dresses they wanted. 
from that. Oh, and it, okay. it ended up work. And the, oh, and then I also said, um, like T length, basically. Gotcha. Um, I didn't need it. I, or I don't think anyone had a floor length. I wasn't like too strict on it, but yeah, that I just kind of gave them guidelines and said they could wear whatever. And we had it, the range of where the dresses came from was very funny. Like we definitely had one she and dress up there and she <laughs> rocked it. That's amazing. <laughs> and honestly, came through. <laughs> Uh, dude, she in like comes through to my one of my good friends and one of my bridesmaids to our rehearsal wore the exact same dress. One was from Reformation. One was from Shein. And you couldn't tell the difference. Like it was amazing. I my one friend was like, um, mine was five dollars from Shein. And it looked <laughs> identical to the Reformation. I know. The, listen, the, the Shein dress looked great. And then a bunch of a bunch of them got their shoes from Shein, too. So she and like is low key this, and I know they've had like shady stuff in the past. I don't know. They like let some shit fly on their site. I forget what, but they, yeah, so we, they've done bad. <laughs> they've done yeah. bad in the world, I think. And also, <laughs> like they're not sustainable. But yeah, every you know, we all sometimes have to buy something from Shein. <laughs> we all do. One, if you didn't get married, if you didn't get at least one thing for the bachelorette or a friend's wedding or something, yeah, from a Shein. bathing it's, suit, like you. Yeah. Sometimes we all have to go. Don't do a haul, you know. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't advertise it. <laughs> sometimes we need to go to Shein. We do, we do. <laughs> okay, so random question. Did you or are you going to change your last name? And his last name is Grow, Grow. right? Is that how we... Mm-hmm. Okay. So no rush to do it. Um, mm-hmm. As with acting, so... When you're in SAG, which I am, <laughs> Ooh. when you're a SAG actor, you have to register <laughs> your name as how you're going to appear in credits. And oh, um, okay. so I'm not going to change my SAG registration. So professionally, right. I'm just going to stay Elise Morales. Mm-hmm. I think that our plan is if and when there are children involved, we will, I will take grow. I, I will become Elise Morales Grow, and Danny is Love also going to take Morales as a middle name, and then we're going to just do that for the whole family. Oh, wait, that's a new solution we haven't heard yet. The husband takes that as a middle name, and then your so your kids will be Sarah Morales Grow. Yeah, and it's not going to be like hyphenated. Morales is just going to be like a middle name that they have. Maybe they'll have okay. two middle names. We'll decide in the moment. But yeah, it's it's kind of a fun solution for me because I do not have a middle name and I always wanted one. Here we go. So now I will get my middle name. I don't have to feel like disconnect because, you know, I'm always going to be Elise Morales. It's kind of weird to like think of yourself as having a different name that's 100%. exactly how I feel and that's kind of like the the sentiment I'm seeing from the audience too it's like well especially for people like you and I who are in media well you're more of like a you know actress and personalities in media per- etc right and then I'm like I've worked so hard to it's my stage name at this point not that I yeah. have or need a stage name but like I don't know people know me as Nicole Pellegrino people professionally so that's the thing I'm like I don't and well and I've heard it's a bitch to have to change all that over like Mike and I have our new passports arriving like tomorrow in the mail with our act my Nicole Pellegrino name on it I'm like 
I just cannot even begin to think about like that process for having to change your name on everything. Yeah. So, I think we're just, we're kicking that can down the road until we're, you know, adding new additions to the family. And then I think we will, we will standardize yes. across the board. That's but for smart, right now, though. it's just like, I just can't imagine taking on the paperwork. I know. Same, same, same. But I also oh. like, there's just, there's no full solution for anyone. And the number one thing that like I've learned in planning a wedding and going through all this is like, you have to do what works for you and what's already like what makes the most sense for you and your family and making your mm-hmm. life easier and how you want to be. So change it, don't change it, hyphenate it, do whatever you want to do. But like, it actually is just such an individual decision. Right. Totally. And you'll get, like you said, like you'll get pressure from people, you'll get, you know, opinions, but at the end of the day, do what's best for you. And that applies to your entire wedding experience. Truly, That's the one thing I really came away from with like, and you know this, but especially having to plan a wedding during COVID times and like all of that stuff is like your wedding is it is the summation of like a math problem that is unique to your (laughs) two families that is coming together and you have to do what is going to work for your special math problem. (laughs) Yes, And it's not necessarily going to be the same as anybody else's. Like, you know, we were able to have our wedding the way we had it because we didn't really have any elderly people in our family. We mm-hmm. didn't like well, all the grandparents have kicked it. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had one at mine. It was so just sad because we were like, where the others have all gone. Right. And, <laughs> and for Mike and I, it's like, we've been planning since 2019 because we had Same. to postpone in 2020. Oh, wait, did you have to postpone? We I never, it, what's strange is that we never postponed. We just opted for a long engagement in 2019 oh. so that we could have time to save. And then we just have been watching this whole time and wondering <laughs> if we would have to postpone. That's honestly smart though. I, I kind of like, here's the thing. Looking back, everybody's like, oh my God, you're probably so ready to be done but it's like longer engagement means you're not that as stressed because you're spreading out the planning it's not like you're having to plan for hours every night to fit it in before the due date like yeah it gave us time to save money it gave us it gave me time Mm -hmm. to get rewards points on my credit card which we used to go on the honeymoon so yes wait a lot of people asked about your i know this could be a whole separate episode which will probably make it um or we'll have you do a takeover i always say this to guests and i need to actually have guests do takeovers Mm -hmm. on the instas no for real well um but can you tell us about your domestic honeymoon because honestly it looks so amazing and fun so another sort of byproduct of planning during covid was that we were like i just don't initially we were like oh we'll go on a great international tour and it's like no of course i don't know Mm -hmm. what country like that's not happening so we ended up planning this southwest road trip in august in a drought and it was great (laughs) we we had a lot of fun it, it looked really, so much fun. You were at um, where Palm Springs. You yeah, were at we Vegas. flew to Palm Springs first, and we just chilled for like four days, which I think is Me. important to just like relax. That's a good tip, though, for the for the people planning 
um, any type of honeymoon, if you're doing one of those honeymoons where it's like you're doing a little bit of everything, like an adventure portion, a chill portion, do the chill portion first. Cause yeah. that just like, it makes sense to do. Yeah. Get your like lay, lay out by a pool and just chill for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we drove to Joshua tree, which was gorgeous. Um, really, really cool. Spent time in the park stayed in a little mm-hmm. cute Airbnb. Then we drove to Vegas, which was crazy because we drove through like the Mojave Desert. And that was wild. Uh, we ended up in Vegas over uh, Labor Day weekend, which was we didn't think about it when we planned it that way. <laughs> was a little crazy. <laughs> it was really Instagram crazy. caption at the pool. You were like, some guy is some. What was the guy oh, doing? At the- <laughs> Some guy had gotten into the pool area of the Golden Nugget. Um, (laughs) I don't know if he was a guest. I don't know what it was, but he was fully on oxygen, like on an oxygen tank and also the drunkest person I've ever seen. And I was like, this guy is getting his whole life today. (laughs) Like nothing will stop this man. Nothing is going to stop this man from getting drunk at this pool. Getting after it. And I, I respect that. So <laughs> we definitely saw a lot of crazy stuff in Vegas. It was really fun. Maybe it was the shorts wearing crasher from the wedding. Who maybe knows? honestly, maybe he followed us everywhere. Uh, and then we went to Grand Canyon and the Grand Canyon is like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my entire life. You literally hit up my bucket list, West Coast bucket list in one trip. So I'm going to have to uh, snag that mm-hmm. itinerary. We'll do a little um, Betches Bride's Guide. We'll do. We'll talk. Yeah, I okay. was. I'm, I'm thinking about doing it. So, OK, we'll talk about that. <laughs> we need to. We must. No, we must. I will literally be hitting you up right after um, this. And that. I will say that the road trip portion was really nice. And like we got to spend a lot of quality time, which like, yeah, we've been living in our apartment through a pandemic like We've been spending a lot of quantity time, but we really got to spend like quality time where we talked and also just saw these crazy landscapes and like some like, I mean, it was gorgeous. The drive was beautiful and none of us, neither of us had ever seen that stuff before. So it ended up being like a nice trip and also a good like bonding moment. And you're giddy from the wedding. You just Mm -hmm. gotten married, your husband and wife. Now you're in the car to get, you probably had plenty of time to like recap every detail together that's, i i love that i love yeah. that and sometimes we'd baby. get mad at each other and i would just be like turn on the radio trust me girl that's the thing i'm like mike we're fighting the same amount now that we're exactly. it's like nothing really actually changes like you're mm-hmm. you're just like i don't know your husband and wife now i know it is <laughs> funny for that first like time where you snap at each other about the same shit you've been snapping at yes. each other for for five years and it's like oh right we <laughs> we signed some papers and we had a big party but it's still us over here <laughs> it's right exactly it's like nothing really changes now it's time for unpopular opinions brought to you by high noon hard seltzer some of these opinions might be unpopular but you know what's really popular High Noon Hard Seltzer with flavors like pineapple, black cherry, watermelon, grapefruit, peach, lime, mango, and passion fruit. They've got you covered for whatever occasion, be it your batch party, your bridal shower, cocktail hour, you name it. Our first opinion for today is small weddings are more fun. And here's the thing with this one. I don't know what really constitutes a small wedding in this person's eyes who submitted it, Mm -hmm. but let's pretend it's for like 
50 or less? Ooh. Do we agree or disagree? I, I'm having, a, I do feel like the smaller, the better it, to a certain More degree, intimate. but I'm not, I'm not sure if I would go 50 or less, but I do think like we, you know, we invited a lot more people than came because of COVID. And I was happy that we were at the smaller number. Mm-hmm. Your number around one, you said 125, 125. right? Mm-hmm. That's honestly perfect. Like people don't go. Cause then you're not like, I mean, all weddings are so expensive. So you're breaking into the bank no matter yeah. what with a wedding, but then you're not like totally break. I don't 125 just sounds like it would have been perfect, especially like you said, during this day and age when we're trying to keep things smaller. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, here's the thing with this opinion. I, I agree with your, th- if we added ER smaller weddings are more yeah. fun because they are more intimate. It's not as crazy, but then again, I don't know. I've been to some fun, like pre COVID I've been to some fun, huge weddings yeah. that just like have a lot going on. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess I agree with that one. And so yeah. 64% of our audience that answered this poll agrees that small weddings are more fun. So just t- take that and do what you will with it. Okay. So this next one, super niche Nashville batches are overrated. Okay. I'm going to say yes to that because I went to Nashville exactly once and I got a yeast infection and it was horrible. <laughs> so- <laughs> <laughs> so I can't recommend anybody go there. <laughs> <laughs> you you're traumatized by natural. <laughs> Those are the worst. I would probably no. be like, you know what? Never going again. No, so and you're can- on vacation. It's not good. <laughs> no, that doesn't. No, no. Um, that's hilarious. No. So my thing with Nashville bachelorettes i've never actually been on a nashville bachelorette i was in nashville once for one night because of the you up live show shout out jordana who's Mm -hmm. not here with us today but you up go listen we did a live show in nashville and i just remember the whole town was filled with nashville bachelorette parties it was like bachelorette central so i don't I could see why people think that because it's like you're just everywhere you turn is a bachelorette party. But I hope one of my friends does do one there so that I can just like go experience just one, though. Like we don't all need to do our bachelorettes in Nashville. Um, Yeah, it's it's an interesting feeling when you like arrive at your bachelorette and see the other bachelorettes. (laughs) Like uh, I did my bachelorette in Rhode Island and there was one night and we were in Newport that we went to like. I don't know, the fancy dinner place in town. And we were one of three bachelorette parties. <laughs> and that's like Rhode Island. I haven't heard that of it. We need to do a whole bachelorette guide with you. We mm. need to do a whole honeymoon guide. All Newport of it. was great. Loved it. Yeah, that sounds fun. I've never been. You've just been going to all these destinations <laughs> on my list. Um, okay. Yeah. Interesting. So 66% of our audience agreed that they're overrated. Sorry, Nashville. We're just, you know done with you, I guess. All right. So the last unpopular opinion is thank you notes are a waste of money and nobody cares about them. Hard disagree. See. Hard disagree. My family would look, I, I would never hear the end of it if I didn't send thank you notes. Same. And here's the thing. Like I was raised to send a thank you note for like 
somebody smiling at you, like to just send a thank you note for everything. And so, especially for a wedding, Mike and I just, we were opening our cards and seeing like, you know, the gifts, the money, the, the traveling, our guests traveled, they got hotel rooms for us. I'm like, I literally wanted to like fly to each of their houses and thank them in person with a note too. like a note is the least that we can do. You know what I mean? And they don't, it doesn't have to be expensive. Like you can get, they don't have to be super fancy. Thank you cards with your picture on them or whatever. Like you can do that if you want, but the card is definitely important. You should send a thank you card to people. Yeah. And like make it personal too. like remember something that they did at the wedding or, or what incorporate what they gave you as a gift. Like don't just write a thank you know, make it a nice one because yeah. truly like your guests, yeah, it is your wedding yet. Yes, you are hosting them and paying to host them. But at the same time, they're coming out of their way to celebrate you and give you a gift. One thing we have been asked before, which I want to get your opinion on, would if your guest doesn't give you a gift, do you have any no gift givers? There are a few. <laughs> <laughs> I could list that. I list their names, full names and addresses right now. <laughs> Get them. Yeah. Um, Do you I write think, a thank you to those? I think they doesn't like etiquette say you're supposed to still say. Well, yeah. And I think technically etiquette for weddings is that you have like, I think it, I could be wrong, but I think it's up to a year after the wedding to give a gift. Technically, yeah. like people say, like you can wait. I mean, Mike and I just today re- received a couple cards in the mail that people had sent as their gift. Um, so, I, yeah, I don't know. I think I probably will when I look down at my list and start my thank you notes, which I have to do like literally today. Um, I'll yeah, probably we're getting ready to write, do that too. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, that's a whole mission you have to set out on. Um, I'll probably write to the people who haven't given a gift and just like thank them for celebrating us and yeah. being there. But with the hopes that they'll like see my thank you and it'll remind them. <laughs> hey, also like our registry is still active on Zola. Yeah. Want, the there are a couple things I still kind of would like. So Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Well, that was Unpopular Opinions brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer with 100 calories, gluten-free, and no added sugar. High Noon is more than a drink. It's a way of life, an attitude, a vibe, if you will. Because when the sun's up, there are always good times to be had. I love High Noon. It was literally there as like the, the main theme of my wedding weekend. Do you have a favorite flavor at all or Danny? Uh, well, I was going to say also High Noon was a huge hit at our uh, rehearsal dinner because it was we Ooh, had a free um, we we went for the we did like two hours of an open beer and wine bar, which included High Noons mm. and everybody, Brilliant. everybody was going for the High Noons. Yes. So I don't know if well, I have a favorite flavor, but those things are good. Oh, they just you can really I I. I'm obsessed. Yeah. Every flavor is great. So you can find where to purchase High Noon by visiting highnoonspirits.com. Well, Elise, this was so much fun. Before oh, so we let fun. you go, I mean, with it, there's going to be more. I'm going to have to have you on as a guest host because I feel like you'd also give very um, level-headed advice to some of the email yeah. questions we get. But um, before we let you go, are there any big like 
advice points or key takeaways you have for couples that are about to go into their wedding day? Like any big advice that you have? Ooh, um, I mean, my biggest thing would be, you know, a lot can go wrong. Mm-hmm. And as long as you have the right people, you have your people around you and you planned the event that you want to have, like the love that you're surrounded by trumps any ice cream truck on fire, crasher in <laughs> shorts, like you're not even you're not even going to notice that stuff because it's Mm -hmm. like you have surrounded yourself with so much love that it just doesn't matter. I love that. Love it. So true. (laughs) Well, thank you. Where can everybody find you and your hilarious and Danny? (laughs) Wonderful. Uh, You can find me on Instagram at Pandalise. That's P-A-N-D-A-L-I-S-E. That's where you'll find everything that I'm up to and any like shows that I'm doing in New York, etc. And my husband, who is also a comedian and also does shows, you can find him at Danny G force on yes. uh, Instagram. And I'll be, that's I mean, what you should change your last name to just G force. Both yeah, of you. The whole, we, that's another option is that the whole family just goes G force. <laughs> I love that. Reminds me of like the Incredibles or something. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> All right, well, till death do us part. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Nicole Pellegrino, Sean Kilby, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.